You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is highlights from our weekly service. Good evening. And from wherever you're joining us, welcome to Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. We're an international church based on the teaching and the example of Jesus and celebrate God's love for everyone, especially those who are at the margins of society. Tonight we celebrate the fifth Sunday of Easter and we will be reminded by Jesus, love one another as I have loved you. As we light our Easter candles, we're reminded of the new life that Jesus offers to all people. But tonight we're also reminded of the promise that Jesus gave each of us to send the gift of the Holy Spirit, the advocate that comes from God to all who love and keep Jesus' word. Richard Rohl was a 14th century English hermit and mystic. He wrote, Love has the power of transforming, for it transforms the lover into their beloved and makes them one. Thus it happens that when the fire of the Holy Spirit really gets hold of the heart, it sets it wholly on fire, and so to speak, turns the heart into a flame, leading into that state in which it is most like God. Let us pray. God of all love and compassion, we give you our hearts and our lives. May the power of your love burn away all indifference, selfishness and pride, so that we may become the home of your Holy Spirit and reflect your Son to the world. Amen. In our first reading, given to us by Troy, we hear how the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is different from baptism. A reading from Acts, chapter 5, verses 8 and 14 to 18. Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price that you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said. That is the price. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Then the high priest and all his associates were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
in our second reading from Morgan, Jesus prepares his disciples for his physical absence, leading to a new and deeper relationship both with him and with God. Our Gospel reading today is taken from St John, chapter 14, verses 15 to 21, in which Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me, because I live, you will also live. In that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. These are the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hello everyone. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. I will not leave you orphaned. At some point we all want or even need to hear these words. They speak directly to some of our greatest fears, some of our greatest challenges, abandonment, isolation, loneliness, vulnerability. They remind us that we are not destined to walk this earth without an identity or without a direction. We do not stand alone. Clearly there are moments in life, seasons in life, when the transitions or the changes or the tragedies can make us feel as if we're orphans. So whether spoken or unspoken, questions begin. What will I do now? Where do I go? What happens next? Who will love me? Who will nurture me? Who will guide me? Who will stand on my side? What will become of me? These are the sort of questions that an orphan may ask. Those are the questions that I imagine were running through the heads and hearts of the disciples in today's Gospel. It's the Last Supper. Disciples have been fed. Feet have been washed. The betrayer has left. And it is dark. It is night. And Jesus announces that he's leaving. The one for whom they left everything is now leaving them. We don't know where you're going to. How can you say... That is the way. What is this way? Show us, God, more questions like this. Anyone who has ever lost and loved and lost a partner, a child, a friend, or lost security or lost hope, they know the type of questions that they're asking themselves. We fear becoming orphaned. That fear points us to the deeper reality 
that by ourselves we aren't enough. It's not, however, because we are deficient. It is rather because we, are never, we were never intended, never created to be self-sufficient. We were never intended to stand alone as individuals. We were created to love and we were created to be loved, to live in relationship with others, giving ourselves to them and them giving themselves to us. So the promise of Jesus was, I will not leave you orphaned, regardless of the circumstances of our lives, the storms, the death, the separation, the COVID-19. We have not been and we will never be orphaned by God. And how strange that must have sounded to the disciples. In the same conversation, Jesus tells them that he's leaving and yet he's coming. Leaving and coming sound like opposites. Stay at home, don't stay at home. But for the disciples, perhaps words like, even though we're apart, I will never leave you, would help. Leaving and coming, presence and absence. These must be held in tension and they're not mutually exclusive. And this is what Jesus has set before us in today's gospel. The tension confronts us, this tension confronts us with the question of whether Jesus is for us a past memory or a present reality, a sentimental story that makes us feel good or a living experience that challenges us, guides us and nurtures our life. Whether we have Jesus as a historic story or whether the Holy Spirit who came when Jesus left the world is alive. Whether the Holy Spirit who came is helping us to see more and to learn more about God and about Christ. According to Jesus, the answer to this question, the past memory or present reality, is determined by love that is revealed and fulfilled in keeping Jesus' commandments. The commandment to love our neighbour as ourselves, to love our enemies, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind and all of our strength. Whose feet do we wash? Whose feet do we ignore? What are the boundaries of love? The Holy Spirit is here to be our guide and to help us. So do we keep the commandments? Is our love growing? Is our love expanding? Is our love transforming ourselves, transforming those around us and transforming the world? If so, Jesus is probably for us a present reality and we know the fulfilment of his promise that we are not left alone. If, however, we're not loving so much, if we remain self-enclosed, we potentially relegate ourselves and each other to the orphanages of the world. Jesus' promise is still real and he remains faithful. We simply have not claimed that for ourselves. MCC is often the destination of those that have been or have felt orphaned. Over the decades, our congregation has been made up of outsiders. At the beginning, those that other churches did not want or other churches could not cope with, or indeed those that couldn't have a ministry in their own church because of their gender. Across time, we've included those people who feel more secure and also those that others would see as being on the edges of society, as Jesus would. And so we end up here, 
seeking with the support of God's Holy Spirit to love one another and love God and Jesus as Jesus has loved us. This is our mission, this is our value and these are our beliefs. We've worked hard to be able to verbalise our beliefs as a congregation and I'll read them to us. They remind us of our deep desire to love others as we are loved. They will remind you of how you fit. They remind you that you are here and you ought not ever to feel alone or to feel as an orphan. At Northern Lights MCC, we believe that God is always present. God loves and accepts everyone unconditionally. That means you and that means me. We believe that Jesus offers everyone chances for new life and hope, especially those on the edges of society. His life is an important example to follow. We believe that the Holy Spirit moves in different ways, such as inspiring, challenging and healing us and deepening our relationship with God. We believe that faith gives us strength, hope and meaning through good times and through bad. We believe that the Bible is there to inspire and guide. It is not a rule book and can be read with love, compassion and questioning. We believe that church should be a safe place for all people. We welcome diversity and believe that it brings strength. We believe that ministry is open to everyone and through it, people develop their gifts. And we believe that worship is a two-way communication between people and God, expressed in different ways. It should be inclusive and bring people together. This is who we are. We want to keep God's commands. We seek to love one another. Jesus is not present in body, but the Spirit is here to help and to guide us, to help us to love God and to help us do as we are asked. So we ask the Spirit to help us. We ask the Spirit to challenge us and to guide us. And we know that we are not orphans. We have found a home. In interceding with God, we assert in God's presence our love for others and our concern for their well-being. But first, as is our tradition, we light a candle to mark the distress and suffering caused by HIV and AIDS. And we can also remember as we do this, the suffering caused to many people by mental illness and other forms of physical illness, such as COVID-19. Let our prayer rise before you like incense, and our hands like an evening offering. We remember our own Northern Lights MCC, the MCC in Italy, and those Christians around the world whose faithfulness puts them in danger, and all who bear witness to Christ. For the unity and the health of the whole body of Christ, Creator God, we pray. 
We remember the pandemic, global heating, the widespread lack of food and water, shelter, education and health care. For those who govern, that they may receive your aid to, to triumph over all injustice and evil. Creator God, we pray. We remember our local authorities and their employees, our civil service, NHS staff, care workers, voluntary organisations, our businesses, our own MPs and all who serve our daily needs. For those in positions of responsibility, that they may act with integrity, Creator God, we pray. We remember people who are poor, defenceless, oppressed or in prison, and those who are victimised in any way or who have been rejected. For them, and for those who, who serve their needs, that wrongs may be righted. Creator God, we pray. We remember the old and frail, the sick, the sad, the lost, and all who mourn. For your healing, comfort and strength, that all may know their own value, Creator God, we pray. And let us remember that all of us stand in need of God's help, calling to mind our weaknesses and our vulnerabilities, the mistakes we make and the burdens we carry in our minds, For your peace, Creator God, we pray. As we continue on our pilgrimage, and tonight the begin, begin the rest of our lives, I invite you to say this English prayer, used since 1558, by people thinking about their own future. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. Amen. And now we join the rest of the Universal Church of all the centuries in saying the prayer Jesus taught his followers. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And together.
we say the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Go with the peace of the risen Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about what we do, you can find us on social media or visit our website, northernlightsmcc.org.uk.